It is Tuesday, January 18th, and this is today's installment of the Red Eye Rundown. Is this cool or sad? Mostly sad for me, and that has a lot to do with the fact that I would just be... Like, if I were in the middle of this scrum, I would just be looking around like, what, what the hell is going on? At least the only people that really sprinted in were the people directly at the front. Like, the first 100 or so people were complete psychos, and then the rest were kind of just walking in. Complete psychos? I, I feel like that's a really heady play. Like, make sure that you're not going to get trampled by the crowd behind you. If you want to make sure you're not getting trampled by the crowd behind you, don't be the trendsetter of sprinting into the stadium. Oh, ho, 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 trendsetter? <laughs> you, yeah. you, you think it's going to be a trend start, with people sprinting if, into the stadium? If you start sprinting into the stadium before the doors even open... You are just telling everyone behind you, hey, you got to run. It's a, it's a bad signal to everyone else. I think you're telling everyone like, hey, I fly spirit. This is what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, like, what else can it be? The people who, it's definitely on the people who run in first. If, if one person sees someone running in, they're going to start running in, and then everyone starts running in, and then you're screwed. There was no advantage to being first into the stadium. Like, you're going to get the short end of the stick, like, from multiple things. The least of which being is the food, right? Because they probably, like, have so much food, like, ready to go once people get in. Like, by the time you actually, like, get it and consume it, it's going to be, like, stale food. No one wants that. Yeah, it's, like, stuff that they had made an hour earlier in preparation for people arriving. Yeah, that's, like, low-key, like, food festival hack. You always want to get the other. Yeah, you always want to get there when the second batch is ready. I mean, and the other downside being that if you're a Cowboys, really, if you're a Cowboys fan getting to this game early, all you're doing is just extending your misery for the most part. Clean up IO portside. Still, how's clean? <laughs> it's actually so unfortunate that he had the monster duck last night because otherwise. We get a lot more legs out of this clip because this is hilarious. Why do I feel like using that first spill? Was that first spill drink? It was for a spill drink, another classic thing. Why do I feel like using that squeegee first spill drink is really unadvisable? I feel like it's made for like sweat type, but like not like a drink. So now you're going to mix that. I don't know. It's supposed to dissolve whatever like salt or sugar is in sweat. So I, I assume it's actually a lot of the same for an alcoholic drink. But what do I know? Yeah, I don't know. My hunch says that that maybe isn't the greatest idea. Is there another person or is there another player in the NBA who's more suited to do that at this very moment in time than Russell Westbrook? Probably not. Like... Uh, like, imagine if you're a fan of, like, every single team. There's definitely one player on every team when you're, like, dude, like, your job is definitely going to be to, like, clean up the drinks. Like, if I were a Knicks fan right now, I would want Julius Randle to be that guy. Be like, hey, like, I'd be like Jason Kidd, like, hey, like, come over here. Oops, spill drink. Yo, Julius, go clean up the mess right now. Like, that's <laughs> what I want you to do. Like, that's, that's that is your Julius punishment is for giving us a thumbs down. Go clean up our mess. That's that's the that's what Knicks fans want Julius to be now is basically like a window cleaner, but instead of windows, it's basketball court. I mean, he needs to improve his rebounding. So yeah, actually, window cleaner. Oh, that's very creative. Wow, I didn't I didn't even think about this. Is potentially Russ's next uh, next job if he doesn't 
get his get his act together on the Lakers. Well, he well, I mean, he kind of. I will say this though, he kind of transferred that title to Rudy Gobert last night. <laughs> yes, he did. He did baptize Rudy Gobert. Russ's dunk last night was pretty much as if he had been on social media for the past five days. Actually, past two months, and just let all his anger out on one poor Rudy Gobert. Do you think he listened to this guy at all? One quick thing. When I'm watching his jumper, I'm watching him play your, your brother, because I know that's, you know. Do you, does it look like to you, I mean, you play with him, you said you trained with him in all season, all those stuff. It looks to me like he actually might actually need a pair of glasses. I'm not no cap. I'm not trying to be funny. I wear glasses. I remember when I was shooting the ball and I couldn't, and I was having a little off of my. Cause I saw him with Washington last year. I saw him with OKC in Houston his last few years. His his, his form doesn't like he's gotten any worse. It like because the, the way he's missing his bank shot, he might actually need a pair of glasses. I mean, has he even been checked? Is that something that they thought about? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like I, I had to get hey, this bro. Shit this way. Hey, bro, I got hey, a serious question, bro. He sounds so genuine, man. You, you hey, sound so genuine, bro. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. I got a serious question, bro. Hey, this shit got me funny. I got to tell my son about this shit. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> they said Uncle Russ needs to wear glasses. I'm like, no. They said he needs to wear glasses, bro. They said he can't see. I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, look. But, no, real shit, though. Bro, you mean to tell me. Over the last 14 years, you came down to the last three of his career and realized he needed to wear glasses. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's okay. That's my point. He was so genuine when you said yeah, like, that. He was actually being like legitimately concerned about how can I make Russell Westbrook's jump shot better. He was like, I'm going to have this whole breakthrough and introduce the idea of glasses to Russell Westbrook. Then Russell Westbrook's going to start wearing glasses. And then Russell Westbrook's going to be on the championship parade down in downtown LA with me thanking me for telling him to start wearing glasses and then start making all of his shots. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard of a self ophthalmologist? Because I think we just found the first one in the entire world. That is unbelievable. Takes a, takes some, some balls to, to say that to Russell Westbrook's brother, because <laughs> you probably, you definitely know that his brother like got on the phone with him after and like was telling Russ all of this. He was like, this guy thinks you need glasses. That's how bad you're shooting. Yeah. I, I... I, I, I would have loved to be, just, just have been a fly to all. Like, you you know that, like, he was not keeping a straight face that entire time. The guy saying he needs glasses. No, no, his, no, uh, oh, Russ's Russ, his brother. brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, he told his, what was he? He told his nephew or something? Or yeah, his he, son? His son, like, Russ's nephew. It's He's like, like, oh, yeah, uncle needs, this guy thinks <laughs> uncle needs new glasses. That is the that, that is the new level of love that like Lakers fans are reaching now. They yeah, they, they, they have resorted to that. <laughs> there there is a one hundred percent chance that that got back to Russ, and it's only more confirmed by the anger and ferocity of his dunk last night. <laughs> I do not know if this is Major League Baseball's new high or new low. I mean, I think he has more charisma than Mike Trout. I'll give, I'll give him that. MLB would market the Rally Monkey better than Mike Trout, probably. True. No. But, at the, but at the same time, I actually think this is a blessing in disguise. Like, how often do you get to see a monkey do that? Never. I've never seen it happen. 
Like, well, like, 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 let's be real. Do you think that, like, on Angels Night in the middle of January, like, they're going to get an A-list level player to go out and drop the puck at a Ducks game? No. Maybe. You think Mike Trout is going to schlep all the way out to L.A. from New Jersey just to drop a puck, or Otani's going to, like, go through COVID procedures to come back from Japan? No. You think they couldn't just get one player? Well, no, it depends on who, obviously. Like, does anyone does anyone want to see David Fletcher like wandering on a red carpet on the ice, or would you rather see hey, a monkey? He's their he's their mega he's their mega contract man. I mean, fair enough. Maybe maybe David Fletcher was a bad choice. Like he 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 came to mind because he's good on my fantasy team, but <laughs> I don't know. Joe Adele, Brandon Marsh, those guys dropping a puck. Really, give me the monkey every day of the week. Jared Walsh, just get all of those like middling guys. Yeah, like, I, I, I was trying to name a pitcher, but I actually couldn't because it's the Angels. Well, yes, the Angels and pitching are not a combination that has ever seemed to work. Hey, Rally Monkeys available. It's true. We could be a good closer for them next year. And that was Red Eye Rundown for today. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, catch our other videos over on the right side of your screen. Follow our socials. Those links are in the description below. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure to give us a rating and review. That helps other people find this thing that we're doing. And we will see you next time.